This is the Galaxy Wars Podcast with your host, The Grays. Greetings, welcome back to another episode of Galaxy Wars Podcast with Jim and Tom. And uh, Tom, it's that time where we uh, we talked about it on our, not our live show, but the combination show we did with Chuck, um, where we were like, this was going to be a movie all three of us were going to review together. <laughs> yeah. And uh, two of us saw it. Yeah. Uh, the opening weekend, as we do here at Galaxy Wars, and that movie is It Chapter 2. Uh, three hours of uh, Stephen King goodness. Yeah, sure. Yeah, um, I'm excited about this episode. I, I have mixed feelings about the movie. Okay. And it might go based on the experience that I briefly talked about. Right. Uh, I'm not a... I don't like when anybody talks in a movie. And the friends, family, mm-hmm. my wife, my dad. Like, my dad talks during movies, and I'm like, Dad, you shut up. Like, I need to watch this. <laughs> and, like, as, like, the podcast has kind of evolved, I got to a point where I can't have any noises in there because, like, I'm trying to watch it as a fan because yeah. I put $30 towards this movie. And then I'm watching it as a member of the podcast review society. And I'm like, I need to like pick it apart and have moments and kind of, I don't know. It takes the enjoyment out of some movies for me. Does yeah. it do that for you? Not yet. Okay, um, yeah. I mean, there's some movies where I, I do have to like sh- turn it off and, and turn, turn off the, uh, and just enjoy it and then kind of go back and pick it apart. But you know, if you, you if you don't watch as a fan, then it's no fun. This is boring. Yeah. You know, then, but I, we haven't really come up against any movies where we didn't go in as fans. Yeah. You know, we went in at pretty much everything hoping, and then you know we may have been let down. Yeah. Afterwards, but. Yeah, this one was. Uh, I was excited for this one, and then I get there, and we're sitting. Chelsea and I are sitting there, and. When I bought the tickets, I, you know, the great thing about these, the new ticket thing is like you can see who's sitting, like if there's people sitting next to you. When I bought the tickets, nobody in the row. Oh, really? So I was like, yes, I bought it the night, the day of. It's like, <laughs> all right, nobody's sitting there. Tell me how our whole row was empty except for the seats next to us. <laughs> right? So this couple comes in and immediately as they came in, I said, Chelsea, I looked at Chelsea. I was like, these are the two that are going to sit next to us. Yeah. So I was like, okay, they're young. Well, I'll get it. Like they're a little younger than I am probably. They sit down. The guy immediately takes off his shoes and then goes into little spoon position. Like, I swear to God, like he, have you ever seen a grown man become a cuddler in a movie? No, not unless you're trying to get something else during that movie. Yeah. And if they were wrong, wrong seat choices, like not next to me, please. They immediately start talking throughout. They arrive late and then they Mm -hmm. start talking throughout the entire movie. And even at the point where people were like, guys, stop. They yeah. kept doing it. At one point, the girl was like, yo, this fool crazy. He screamed it out loud. <laughs> the other guy was like jump scare at like moments where it wasn't a jump scare moment. Like he was, if he was trying to get any action, he was the biggest pussy at this movie uh, I've ever seen. Yeah. And maybe it, they were girlfriends. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. They were cuddle buddies and it was, uh, yeah. it was rough, man. It was super rough and it kind of took away the, the part for me like the movie for me because i'm watching it and i'm like all i hear is their bullshit going on next to me and i'm like no i want to see what happens with bowers i need to see what happens <laughs> and they're like oh my god do you remember in the first movie and i'm like if you didn't see the first movie 
don't come to the second movie. Yeah. Or at least give it, a, like, watch the movie and be like, okay, we'll go to the later show. Don't come at 4.20 right. on a Saturday and have to be retold how the first movie went. Yeah, well, you know, I go with Banks a lot. This one, you know, I usually don't take them to horrors. I didn't take them to this one. But I go with Banks a lot, and uh, he asks a lot of questions. But he's 10 years old. He's a child, exactly. <laughs> he fits the question-asking demo. Yeah. This guy was maybe 28, 29. You know, it's funny that you say that, because me and Nicole went on a date, and we haven't gone on a date in a while, but uh, to go see Nick Santos. I saw the picture from and, Superstore. Yeah, and she, that's her favorite TV show. And But it was like, for him, it was like, uh, he... he, he Philadelphia. He's never been to Philadelphia, so he okay. like it was like a test he, to test out his material. He had his iPad with all his material, and he was just like trying jokes out. Okay, you know it sucks to be, you know. Sometimes you know you want to say, well, it sucks to that they're going to try jokes out on me, but that's what they do, and it's yeah. how how it all works. But he was still funny. But there was a guy who was trashed, and he already the, the guy, Nico Santos started the show by saying he kicked the guy out the day before because he wouldn't shut up. Jesus! And then it happened all over again. This guy was just screaming. He was everything that he said, and like Nico Santos just focused dead on him and couldn't like couldn't remember his lines, couldn't remember his jokes. But like it sucked for everybody, and it was the same thing. It's like it takes everybody out of you know. I don't like that anywhere, and i i got I got kicked out of the some casino in, in Philly. Yeah, didn't you call a woman a cunt? Yeah, it was, was it, it wasn't the was it the music box? No, it was um I don't know, but it was during a uh, a comedy show. What's his name? The Roastmaster. Yeah, Jeff Ross. Jeff Ross. Yeah, it's a great show to get and, kicked and out. And I I like Jeff Ross a lot. Me and Nicole both like him, but uh, these two drunk young kids. Was talking shit behind me, and everybody's like, "What's going on? Why won't they stop?" And like, other people turned around. And I don't start trouble usually, but I like, yeah, I turned around. And I called her a stupid cunt. Nice. And I, um, I got kicked. Well, we we all got kicked out. And the uh, security guards like, I know they're drunk, but they're going to press charges. She's saying she's going to press charges because you touched her and you grabbed her leg. And I was like, I didn't grab her leg. Oh, how dare you! And, you got uh, me too. He's like, if I were you, the way this works with everybody else is you press charges, they press charges, then they both get dropped. I'm like, I'm not putting myself through all that. Yeah, got to hire a lawyer. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So it it worked out in my favor, but yeah, I mean, I don't, I hate that too. I just can't, I can't deal with that. And like, I'm, I'm not a confrontational guy either, but at some point you have to. Well, you know what's weird is you got to put your dad voice on. You know, all that being said, since doing this podcast. We've put ourselves, I have, in the shoes of of the interference, the guy that's that's interfering. Because, you know, I have my phone out. I'm mm-hmm. checking run pee because I always got to yeah. go to the bathroom. I'm checking Twitter for scores in the game this time. But, I, you know, I'm also, like, trying to take notes sometimes. And I'm checking the run time. And I'm, I'm you know, yeah, seeing what news is out there and uh, about the movie and like when i see something and i i want to like confirm it i got to go check so but i usually isolate myself yeah i try to wherever my seats are if i'm by myself i just try to find a spot where i'm not really causing too much harm yeah i'm the same way like i don't want to sit with anybody besides the people i go with anyway yeah but like if the theater is packed i'm just going off a muscle memory 
Like I gotta try and remember it, and if I don't remember it, right. I'll remember it three episodes later. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh, you remember that part in it? Um, but we're gonna talk about it, chapter two, right now. Spoiler <clears throat> alerts uh, as followed. Yep. Did it live up to the hype for you? No. No, me either. Like no. the the first one. If we we didn't rate the first one, I don't think we were a podcast when the first one came out two years ago. No, we're, we kind of were, but it was in a, like our summer like movie. Oh yeah, it was. It, it was probably the beginning or October. It was a uh, September. It was in September because yeah, I was in Ireland. Yeah, but it was like yeah, it was. It wasn't something that we we could focus on at yeah. the time. But it was we were around. They were around. That's true. If yeah. if I were to rate it back then, I think the first one would have been a five. I love the first one. Mm-hmm. I think the first one absolutely delivered. I was yeah. a you know I was an it believer from childhood. Yeah. My dad made me watch the first one. Because he liked the Waltons, and Richard Thomas was <laughs> yeah yeah, and uh, Harry Dean or Harry Anderson was in it. John Ritter, John Ritter was in it. Seth Green, I forgot that Seth Green played was young he? Richie. Oh, and uh, what's his name was uh, who played young uh, yeah uh, was Will Wheaton in it? No, the guy that killed himself. Uh, River Phoenix. No, River Phoenix. Corey Haim. No. Oh man. <laughs> uh, um, uh, David Carradine. No, he's still no right? the um. He was uh he did uh like uh Ladybugs uh d- DSV You got me. Um was he ever in anything famous? I don't know. He was in like he played a girl on a soccer team and Rodney Dangerfield was his coach and oh, his stepdad. You're going way back. I don't know. Hold on. We'll go let's go to IMDb. Yeah. Ladybugs. And, and we'll find it. Uh, Jonathan went, Landis. Uh, that that quick. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't even see it. I, I just remembered. I rarely ever remember, but and and you know we're talking about people who were in these movies, but we also failed to mention Tim Curry. Tim Curry, who yeah. uh, you know was was fantastic as yeah. Pennywise, uh, a role that I thought was going to be impossible to fill. You know, they had yeah. so many people going after it to the point that. They were like, Tim Curry, you want to come back? And he's like, yeah, I'll come back. And then he had the stroke. Yeah. And then it was downhill from there. And it was supposed to be Will Pol- Poulter, who we've talked about, and Chuck and I have talked about. You don't need makeup for that head. Like, you just <laughs> yeah. you just go in there. Uh, but then Bill Skarsgård comes in. Turns out you don't need a lot of makeup for Bill Skarsgård either. No, man. He <laughs> is one creepy bastard. Yeah. He definitely didn't get his uh, brother's looks. No. Uh, how do uh, you go from, like, <laughs> Nordic God to, like... Ugh, not no, not Nordic God. Uh, no. What's the opposite of a Nordic God? Yeah, a, Nord, um, a Nordic troll. Or, yeah, I and you know Bill Skarsgård's really good. He's I like great. It. Yeah, and I was telling Chelsea. Um, I like his accent that he uses in this. It's kind of a uh, an homage to Tim Curry. Yeah. What he uses in this, and we'll get to some of the problems I had with it. You know the the character. Yeah. In this, uh, but yeah, I liked. I liked. I liked the. Casting is a big thing in this, and I think the casting was great. Yeah, they were uh, spot on for yeah. every like everybody looked believable, and I I had to write them down because they're we're talking like ten different characters. They spend a lot of time showing the transitions from young to old, young to old, young to old. Mm-hmm. So you know they had to have a lot of faith in their casting that it, it had to be spot on, and they didn't. I was reading they they CGI the de-age the kids because this is the kids parts are supposed to happen like right after but it's been two years so they yeah. get older but and I mean we've seen in Stranger Things season three how Finn Wolfhard grew yeah he's like six six <laughs> um, Jack Dylan Glazer uh, great serial killer name yeah uh, grew in um, Shazam yeah and- I, I I have nothing but great things to say about him he's 
He's awesome. Like he's got like comedic timing of like a like an old pro. Like everything he says is like on the cusp of being hilarious. In like, every movie. Yeah, it's just conversationally funny. He's like, oh, the penis stuff. And <laughs> <laughs> he was like, he was really just the to the first movie. The the kids were great, and it you know at first going into it after watching it, I was like, this is just an excuse for all these kids to say fuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because that's, it's heavily drawn on that kids are cursing. It really gives you back like the old Stand By Me vibes where in the 80s, Stand By Me, mm-hmm. it was a PG movie and now it's a rated R movie. Yeah, yeah. And they really touched the 1989 kind of vibes back then. Then you speed forward with the castings and like James McAvoy, um, you walk away with it and you're like, God, this guy's a really legit actor. Yeah, it, he never, I don't think, whether... You like the movie, whatever, you walk away saying it was a good movie or a bad movie. He's always, always, always going to give you 110%. Mm-hmm. That's just the way it's going to be. Yeah. And and he puts himself in these movies, like, pretty, like, stressful, emotionally stressful movies. All his movies have him going through some, like, like one, it, I, I know that's, a, like, a weird action kind of movie, but... You know, he's going nuts in that movie yep. and then Split or, you know. Even did Frankenstein. Yeah. It wasn't good, but he did it. Even X-Men. Yeah, X-Men, he puts himself through a lot in mm-hmm. X-Men. And and this, he's going through a lot and he, he puts, develops a pretty convincing stutter. And yeah. It, like, he doesn't say no to anything. And you kind of forget that he's got a really thick Scottish accent. Yeah. yeah You're like, yeah. is it Scottish or Welsh? He might. I don't know. I, think I don't know. They pretty all sure he's, yeah. I'm pretty sure he's Scottish. Yeah, but you well, get, I mean, he's got McAvoy. So, yeah, or whatever. So. Yeah, McAvoy. Yeah, you're right. I, uh, I said it and it didn't sound right. And I was like, no, you're right. Yeah, you're, you're right. On you thought McGregor. And I said no before I, I could stop myself. But they got a bunch of recognizable faces, like yeah, famous faces, obviously because they're all actors. But like, your parents will know it because like Jessica Chastain, like they know her yeah. from The Help. Um, there's a game on IMDb right now, not a game, but like a slideshow of like, is it Jessica Chastain or is it Bryce Dallas Howard? Oh, really? Yeah, because they I, look alike. I didn't feel that. I uh, I thought she looked like uh, what's her name from um, Mad Men movie or TV show? Oh, um, Christina Hendricks. Yeah, I thought she looked a lot like Christina Hendricks. Yeah, all three of them kind of to like an extent. Like I was like, I know Christina Hendricks is bustier, but I was yeah, like, from the shoulders up. Yeah, I was like. Is that Christina Hendricks and they're just covering her? I don't know what's going on. Are we are we stereotyping gingers right now? <laughs> we might Did she look like an older older Emma Emma Stone? Yeah, I will say um, she was the first one to be casted, and she was the one that like when there was a fan cast, everybody wanted her. She makes sense. Yeah, um, and even Bill Hader was a perfect casting for Finn Wolfhard. Like I had made the joke that he should have been like Adam Driver or Keanu because just how the evolution looks yeah. based on, uh, but. He Finn Wolfhard suggested to Andy Machete that Bill Hader should play him. Right, right. And they never met each other. He was yeah. like, "That's who looks like me in the future." It's good to know <laughs> your where you're going to go. Um, it's he good was, to know that exist. Yeah, he was great. Um, Jay Ryan, somebody I've never seen before, right. playing uh, Ben. He was on like CW's Beauty and the Beast show. Yeah, I don't think know he played the Beast. It. Oh, but okay. he was great. And like the kids now say, it would be the glow up <laughs> from chubby Ben to six pack ads yeah. Ben. Um, Andy Bean, we know from Swamp Thing, playing mm-hmm. Stanley Uris, and uh, James Ranson from Sinister, who looks like Andy Bean. Uh, and like <laughs> at the whole time, I'm like, I'm telling Chelsea, I'm like, that's Swamp Thing. She's like, no, he's the detective from Sinister. And I'm like, no, that's Swamp Thing. Um, 
<laughs> were great. They they all looked alike, like uh, their younger castmates, except yeah. for Ben, because obviously he went from plump to... Yeah, they had to yeah, change his body. Plump to sexy, right? Yeah. And then we have to go talk about Mike, right? Chosen Jacobs, played by the Old Spice Man. Yeah. Uh, Isaiah Mustafa, who everybody knows as the Old Spice Man, and when he's cast, it yeah, was like, Old Spice Man's now in, in, in <laughs> It Chapter 2. He was in Shad- uh, Shadowhunters. Okay. A, a show that... I don't know, but is super popular amongst yeah. the Freeform family. Did you read who was interested in playing Mike? No. Idris Elba. Ah, oh, damn it. Could you imagine <laughs> in a world where Idris Elba was not casted as the gunslinger in Stephen King's universe already? Yeah. He would have been Mike. Yeah. Would that have put... Like, uh, I, well, no, because, I mean, you go to, you know... They all exist in the same universe, mm-hmm. and you know that's what Castle Rock's basically based on. Yeah, is you know everything existing in the same universe. And, and if you read, a, I there is I don't care who they they're who's the, who it is. They're lying if they say they've read every single Stephen King book and remember all of them yeah. because they're all a thousand pages. <laughs> yeah, and there's like eighteen stands. <laughs> <laughs> and but there are like guys that like go through like. Um, the guy that the bad guy in this stand, I can't remember his name. He shows up in in the Tower series, yeah. and then he's in another thing. And so th- there are characters that move through all of them. Yeah, and, I mean, and, it's and, if Stephen King could write a better book ending, as was the joke in yeah. in this movie, as far as uh, Bill's Bill's writing, if they could, if he could put together better endings of the stories, a cinematic universe is an Alice escape. I. <laughs> I like Stephen King a lot, and what I, one of my legitimate all-time favorite fantasy books is written by Stephen King, and, and which is crazy because he writes ours, yeah. but it's it's a uh, um, what's it called? Uh, uh, the Eyes of the Dragon. Okay, one of his best books, and it's like peak cocaine Stephen King. Yeah, so which this was too. Yeah, I, I always thought he wrote, you know. He wrote decent books, but I don't know where this he can't write an ending thing comes from. It's from this. That's right. pretty much it. it. And they go back from, listen, I haven't read all of it because I don't have that much focus. Yeah. But the last, the 93 version, the movie ended like shit. Yeah. yeah. And I was fearsome going into it. I was like, oh, it's going to be another pretty shitty ending. And I was a little more pleasantly surprised with the ending on this one. But the play on the the shittiness of his writing and to have Stephen King not just cameo in it but have a pretty big yeah. speaking <laughs> scene uh, which was fantastic and I'm, I finally I don't think I've ever noticed in a lot of movies but when things change you can tell when the shot was reshot yeah. the book went from seeing the spine to not seeing the spine yeah, and I yeah. saw it I was like oh I caught it and then I, nobody else like, like Chelsea didn't catch it and I'm just like the two assholes that were sitting next to me talking they didn't catch it either uh, I was just you know I was worried that the the ending was going to be just like that, but right. when you think about the books that are have become popular as far as like the cinematic universe genre era that we're in now, um, Dark Dark uh, Tower, not good at all. No, uh, the newest Pet Cemetery, not good at all. No, and then you had it Chapter One, which was great. It Chapter Two, eh. see, uh, I there is problems I have with it, but like. The Dark Tower should have been a TV series. Well, that's what they're still working on it. There's 13 books at like legitimately. There's 13,000 pages worth mm-hmm. of Dark Tower series yeah. written. I mean, maybe even more. I don't know how. I mean, I tried. And I'm pretty But sure. it's a huge universe. So to it, get it down, 
It's it, it in some ways because it yeah. You know. Ninety minutes was I think it was like ninety six minutes was yeah. what the Dark Tower movie. And they was. tried to focus on the gunslinger, not the yeah. the whole. I him I watched going in and out of different worlds and and. I watched I it, and as much as I love Idris, I was like, "This is your, this is terrible." Yeah, like this, it was not good. I think it was just a reason to have Idris Elba and well, what I think Matthew they did McConaughey in there. In like, this, yes. that was better than that. If you're going to compare to, is that they made that such an action movie mm-hmm. with the and the CGI and the slow motion loading. Yeah, and all that, that was stuff. really cool. I did like that, but it it's not necessarily part of the story. Mm-hmm. That wasn't who like it didn't matter that he could shoot. Well, it was like there was more story to it than that. And they concentrated on this guy who is not necessarily... He's the main character, but he's not necessarily like the only thing in the story. And if you get a Drisselva, and it's the gunslinger, but it's also called the Dark Tower series. So, yeah, I could see like, okay, well, we have to focus on the gunslinger. But I don't know. I wouldn't have... That's not how I would have went with that movie. Yeah, and it... You could tell it, it wasn't going to get a sequel after it. I just feel like you had those no. two powerhouses with McConaughey and Elba, and you're like, let's see what we can do with it. Right. And people will go and see it. Uh, where this one, uh, It Chapter 1, uh, grossed $185 million this weekend. Chapter 2. Or Chapter 2, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, 60, yeah. 66% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Um, I'd like to talk a little pros and cons. But higher audience score. Yeah, much higher audience score. Of course. Score. Um, Pros and cons. Let's talk okay. the pros. What were some of the pros for you? Uh, for me, it had this um, like Cronenberg esque body horror, like the little. It it it. I know it was CGI, but there was a feeling of like old stop motion mm-hmm. claymation, like all the different, like when they're in a the Chinese food restaurant and yeah. all the little bugs coming out, and like that locust thing was pretty freaky. Yeah, they were all. That was really creepy. Like the there's baby a heads. lot. Yeah, there's a lot of good. They weren't necessarily jump scares. They were just developing like creepiness. And and I use Cronenberg because he's the one that like kind of like used that like, you know, that body horror. Your body mm-hmm. explodes or something gross comes out of yeah. your body. And there was a lot of that in this. So. Like with the old woman. Yeah. In the um, in the Dad's background. The woman walking around in the background was pretty neat. I like that. Gave me uh, M Night Shyamalan vibes with the visit with yeah. her, and I believe she was oh. in the visit. Oh, really? I believe so. Chelsea said she was. I'm not uh, sure. when you as soon as you said M Night Shyamalan, I was thinking signs when you seen the the aliens yeah. walking in the background. But the visit too, yeah. Yeah. What else uh, stuck out for you? Um, like I said, the casting was spot on. Yeah, it's one of the best castings I we've seen in a while. Like I really liked. And like I said, they paid a lot of attention to, like, l- almost like split screen, but it wasn't split screen. They were like fading in and mm-hmm. out. So you had to pay attention to what was going on with these two people, and they, you know, broadcast it loud and proud. Like, okay, do you, you know, this is how good we were. And I think Finn Wolf's hard, Finn Wolfhard was good. Yeah. And 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 uh, what's his name? That was a really good casting. Jessica Chastain. I don't know the young actress's name, but Sophia she was really Lillis. good. That was a real good one. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're all really good, but some stood out better than others. Um, the reintroduction to the adults. Yeah. I kind of like the idea that we we have to be introduced to them because they don't know who they are. Mm-hmm. Like, they legitimately lost their memory. So yeah. they don't know who they are, so we have to be reintroduced to who they are. And, like, the explanation of once you, the further you get from Derry, the further your, right. your memory goes. Yeah, the mythology that they're building. Yeah. So I, I, I like that a lot, too. Yeah, the one thing that I liked 
it's what you kind of touched on the flashback scenes like fading in and out between the kids and the adults Uh, i liked that they were the best parts of the movie for me because like the the use of pennywise the practical the practical version of pennywise Mm -hmm. uh when he's in the the locker with uh yeah yeah like that scene when he's in the locker and you're like first of all how's that chubby kid fitting into that (laughs) locker so snug like he had so much room to do activities in there and then you see the new kids on the block uh post in the back and when i saw that i was like okay this is what's going to happen you're going to have pennywise turn like his face is going to go on that the Mm -hmm. the new kid on block but it wasn't he was right there it wasn't I didn't get scared at any part of this movie. I didn't feel like it was a horror uh, per se. I thought it was maybe more like, of like a thriller, thriller comedy. Yeah, like that's because it was more like there were more scenes where you're like that's funny. Yeah, you know what I mean. And like all the the flashbacks and the the homages that they paid to the well, first the, one, like the drain with the kid. The, you're like I hear the the hater scenes were funny. Yeah. So you know, it's hard to get away from him not being a um, comedian, yeah. and and you know they, that's what they casted him as. Yep. So. And Richie was an asshole. Like yeah. he was a comedic, like a the comedic tone in the in the movie anyway. Yeah. Um, his scene when Pennywise was the lumberjack, like not yeah, the, not the a- actual lumberjack part, but the when he's on the, the when t- he's like I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell the world that you're gay. Basically, yeah. And he's floating away. I, I like all the practical Pennywise stuff. Right, right. Um, I also really like the that most of them were famous, and Mike just remained the town coot. Yeah. And he's like, everyone's <laughs> going off and making movies and... Writing and some, like, software companies, all kinds of stuff, yeah. Yeah, and the kind of the... Not the not the homage, but, like, the attention to detail to the books, like, it's hard in today's society to portray beverly's life i think without being criticized mm-hmm. um and they i think they got it right like how she's being abused and like You're right um there's a lot of shit that you, you know in the book uh, a lot of shit with beverly that you can't put on a movie you know right uh and a lot of child sex scenes in, in stephen king's right? coked up yeah. mind um yeah he's uh and i think he's admitted basically saying that like this is all coked to him. Yeah. Like the eighties were all, he, you know, was coked up for a lot of what he wrote. Yeah. And let, what's the movie he directed with the, the Joker face on the truck. Oh, the meteor passes by and, and creep show. Was it creep show? He was in creep. Show. I loved creep show. Yeah. Uh, in fact, Greg Nicotero from, um, walking dead is reviving creep show on shutter. Oh, really? It looks amazing. We have to check that out. Yeah. I'm a creep show is my favorite Stephen King property. Okay. I like to stand a lot. It's definitely not uh, thinner. And Rose uh, was uh, Rosebud was good. Yeah, thinner sucks. Yeah. Um, Tommy Knockers was a good flick back. A lot in the of day. his TV stuff was was better than. Well, I mean, Running Man. Or, yeah. That was Stephen King. Yep. And, or was it Richard Bachman? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I, there was you know. It, there's a lot of weirdness, and I don't know. And he's never given, and you know, he's like a real progressive guy now. Yeah. And I don't ever hear anybody go, you know, Stephen King wrote a book about, or a, a, you know, in a book, wrote about like a 13 year old having an orgy. Yeah. Yeah. With no, all her friends. Like, no one, all the stuff, like Stephen King, like, trashes the Republican Party. Yeah. And I'm with him. But nobody ever comes back and go, "Hey, man, 
What happened in it? What were you talking about? <laughs> there was a child gangbang in, <laughs> yeah, in it. Yeah, like, what was that for? And I suppose it was to save their lives, but so basically you made this magical 13-year-old girl that could... Just fuck the pain away. Yeah. <laughs> fuck the clown away. And basically it was, you know, that's how they fought the fear. But it was real weird, and nobody ever talks about it. Yeah. Even, like, his enemies don't talk about it and whatever. But... Yeah, you can't put that on there. And they kind of allude to her father abusing her. Yeah. But like the scene with the the yeah. uh, perfume, that was like that they was keep, unsettling. Yeah, they that. keep pushing that which I kinda like that they uh they they didn't explicitly show it. They just yeah. kind of like it was an allusion to it happening. Yeah. And from what I read, uh the first chapter was supposed to have that scene in there, like the, the gangbang. And it was a new. It was a different director, and it was gonna. There was that scene. That's a tough one to get past. Well, there's two more. There's yeah. that scene, uh, an active child jerking off onto a birthday cake scene, and a child having sex with a goat scene, that would have deemed the movie an NC-17. And they were like, "No, thank you. We're gonna go, we're gonna hire Andy." <laughs> Let's and Andy avoid all the, the the children having, which goes to show you that. They weren't necessary in the book. No, not at all. Because like the 1990 whatever version didn't touch on it. Right. And there's no need to touch on it today. Right. There's no need to have a childhood orgy to save the world. Like that's. that's I wonder how many people in in the old days and now, Tim Curry was probably on Coke too, but got this and say, oh, a Stephen King movie. I I love Stephen King. Mm -hmm. But how many people don't really read Stephen King? Yeah. And got this. You know, their agent comes to him and says, you know, James McAvoy, let's say, I don't know if this is how, what, what happened, but he gets the, you know, he, he gets, the, you know, oh, you're going to be on it. And he's like, great. A Stephen King movie. Great. Awesome. Yeah. And then he's like, well, let me read the book. Oh. He goes, oh, wait. A yeah. I don't want to be in this scene. Like, can <laughs> what we the not, hell is this? Can we not lower like the kid's parents? They're yeah. like, oh, yeah I, yeah, I grew up watching it. And then they're like, yeah, we're going to stick real close to the book. And they're like, oh, it's based on a book? So <laughs> let, me, let me read the book. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Nope, my child will not be getting fucked by no, four uh, more boys. We're going to uh, – yeah, and how do you film that? Yeah. I, I wouldn't want to. I know, I, know, I know we're lingering on it for a long time, but how would you even – like how is that in somebody's mind to – because – I don't know. As Rick James once said, Tom, cocaine's a hell of a yeah, drug. I don't even. Uh, but even like, there's a director nowadays that was like, let's give it a shot. Let's yeah. see. What well, that's that's a guy. That's the guy who's always in like a friendly argument that says the book's always better than the movie, and he's the book guy. And he's yeah. like, I'll, I'll make the book. I'll make the movie better than the book, and you're gonna get it. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, the last thing that I liked about this, and then we'll go to the cons, was it actually seemed like based on the casting and based on like the environment on the shoot that they were friends. Yeah. Like it was that scene with the, in the Chinese restaurant was the best way to kind of get them all together. Not just for the movie, but like you're shooting it and you're watching, and you're like, damn, they really are friends. Yeah. It seemed like it. it's like they were just getting drunk and the camera was rolling. Yeah. And I really like that. And going throughout, like it's a true tale of friendship. Like none of them, like they wanted to leave, but they all stayed. And they were able to be talked back by their friends, and they were—they always had their back. You know, yeah. even the the last scene where uh, the kid who looks like the kid from Iron Man three, and I know he, <laughs> he grew up, but um, when James McAvoy, a lot of like focusing on that kid. Like, I yeah. thought they were gonna save him. Like at one point, I'm like, oh, Bill Hader had an interaction with him. James McAvoy is like shaking this child yeah. in the street a couple times, three times. Yeah, 
And he's like, get the fuck out of the town. I'm like, oh my God, like, calm down with this child. And then, you know, poof, the kid gets eaten right in front of him, which was <laughs> awful. But just having those scenes, you're like, these guys are really, really friends. And they went back to the house where it was. And they really were like, we, we don't care, man. We're, we're yeah. in this together. We, we have our hand scars in the prime AIDS epidemic. We all did blood packs. Yeah. And, uh, they just they kept it going as a yeah, as and their friends blood would. plaque was like a broken piece of like glass they, they found fi- in the street yeah they found in the quarry yeah like yeah it was gross. nothing says sanitary like this and you had that one kid who was like it was Stanley right or Eddie Eddie was the 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 germaphobe yeah with the asthma inhaler who in the first <laughs> in the you know the original he kills Pennywise yeah with said albuterol. So it made me as a like a fourteen year old boy with asthma like yeah. I can kill all the yeah, giant lifetime, spiders. Uh, yeah, I'm a lifetime asthmatic, and I was like, oh, well, it's cool to see that representation. I guess yeah. How, the first asthmatic superhero. <laughs> You're like, oh yeah, all right. Um, that they were the 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 pros, but the cons are my con is one of your pros. I didn't like the CGI. Oh really? I didn't like the reliance on it. Okay. I feel like some of those scenes were just a little like the giant ogre looking woman like i didn't that was kind of unnecessary yeah what i i didn't necessarily like what like that as much as i liked little stuff yeah like the the eyeball and the fortune cookies that whole chinese food yeah. scene was good um Stan, stanley's head turning into a spider was really cool that was really good i thought that was neat like well, that kind of body horror that you're just sitting there and they make it prolong and yeah. they drag along like not necessarily the jump scare, as in the, the old woman or mm-hmm. uh, who else did it? Paul did, Bunyan. Uh, was that the other one? I thought there was another one that turned into like a giant ogre thing. Oh, it was uh, when Stanley was in the pharmacy's basement, which right, was super, right. like just the basement was creepy as shit. Oh, uh, the, the and, pharmacist was creepy Yeah, as like shit. licking his face like, oh yeah, I'm coming back yeah, for you. And he was like, skin was flaking off. Yeah, fat mom, like in the... <laughs> In the like the I don't know how she got down there, but that's when the the big old troll kind of thing came after. Yeah, um, but it was like the little smaller um, stuff that that kind of uh, I thought was really good. Like, yeah, and, you know, yeah, that's jump scare. I don't like jump scare stuff, and not because I get scared, because I just don't like it. I yeah. just don't think I don't even get that scared of it. It's like because now it's a trope. Like yeah. now you sit there going, I'm probably gonna put a jump scare in here. Yeah, and I would have I would have rather had those bigger moments, those two scenes that we just talked about, and the Paul Bunyan scene, be more focused on Pennywise because I think that's the strength in the movie. Yeah, um, the fact that he's everywhere and yeah, but I think we're trying to they're just showing the power that he has. Yeah, to do all like the shape change and use fear and illusion and all that stuff. He is the eater of worlds. Yeah, one of many at this point. Every fucking yeah. villain is the eater of the worlds. Eater world. Uh, when he's like, I'm the eater of worlds, I was like, oh, get in line, buddy. Yeah. Like, I feel like I've seen this movie already. Um, that was one of my biggest gripes in the movie. Yeah. Um, another one was um, I don't like the, the Bowers storyline. I feel like that was so unnecessary. Yeah. Like, and it didn't have um, it didn't have a, re- a good return. No. Like, the, the scene where he's killing, like, when the fat guy has his neck slashed in the hospital, I was like, that's cool. Yeah. And like the zombie friend, I was like, oh, I don't, I'm not really getting the zombie friend, but he he showed I didn't, up. I wasn't sure if the zombie friend was a real thing. Yeah, neither. I didn't think so, but he was because yeah. he sat in the passenger side yeah, the whole I time. Yeah, I guess it's true. But then like he shows up for five minutes to stab Stanley in the face or um, Eddie in the face, yeah. which 
I mean, it looked like he got his throat slashed with the amount of blood, and they just took like a gauze right. and like. Well, that was the thing is like face. they had this guy in it, and it really didn't. There was no uh, positive or negative effects from him being there because. Yeah. The lasting effects, you're right, he is a bad part, because the lasting effects of him stabbing Eddie in the face was zero. Yeah. Like, I expect Eddie, like, that to, like, fester or something, yeah. and, and that's how he dies or something like that, because he's in a swamp, or he's in a sewer, so... Yep. and he's got an open wound in his mouth, like, yeah. or, like, choke on blood or something like that, and then but, he just ends up, his end game is getting a tomahawk in the head. Yeah. Uh, I, I really didn't... I, he could have, like, you know, it's... Uh, you always judge somebody by if you removed on what would have happened and almost nothing. Yeah. Like not at all. I, I don't think, I think we'd have maybe 15 minutes less of the movie. Yeah. And I would be like, okay, that's, that's good. What'd you think of, yeah, um, yeah the runtime is yeah, like, <laughs> two, two hours and 50 minutes yeah. plus 40 minutes of trailers. Yeah. Uh, what did you think about the, the quasi Pennywise origin that was kind of just thrown that in That is one of my biggest cons. Okay, good. Cause that's on mine too. It didn't happen. Yeah. The trailer kind of gave us this. And and I thought it was going to be confusing because it, I don't, like, Pennywise is the clown. Yes. So I thought we might get, like, maybe he's possessed mm-hmm. by it. Yeah. But we didn't get that. We just got that it exists for That it was an alien. Years. Yeah. It was an ancient alien that just showed up one day. Yeah. I really just wish they would have focused on that old lady. Because, again, that old lady with the picture in there, that never came back into play. Right. That Pennywise, but I guess that's where. But you didn't even, like, you saw him putting the makeup on. And it was a cool scene, him scratching his face and bleeding. Yeah, you see the origins of it's the Joker. It's from Dark Knight. Like, you want to see how I got these scars, and he's putting them. Yeah, but I thought it was. We didn't. I wanted a bigger story for. Even if it was like he got possessed, like mm-hmm. what did he do to get possessed and to like he would have had to done something horrible yep. to become this this demon? Yeah, I would like kind a, of like a a, uh, a nightmare on Elm Street. Like yeah, he was so bad he had to become a demon to like you know to 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 make sense where you know no human could be that bad. Yeah, it, it really doesn't explain like how he became like why is most infamous and most dangerous form is a clown right like we all know like it's implied that kids are afraid of clowns but the fact that they were like all right we're gonna make this a super i don't know not meta but like a super in-depth origin story where he flies in through and we see it through a peyote trip Mm -hmm. right he flies in then we see this picture and now he's a spider and now he's this and now he's that but how do we get to the clown all right and And they don't they don't give you anything. Yeah, had they right. go with your idea and go right to the circus and we see this terrible clown who's out there just, he's killing people, he's a serial killer or whatnot. When I saw the old trailers, it kind of gave you that idea that they were going to do that. And through the whole movie, you get so many flashbacks and, and, and you get so many like uh, origin stories of all the kids and now the you know grown-ups. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, well, you know, I guess we're still on track. We have three hours to fill yeah 15 minutes of of his origin story which i guess it was just he had to he's just a gatekeeper for all their little doodads that they have to find yeah um their scavenger hunt they have to go in um i guess that's what he is you know that's that's the only reason that whole thing exists yeah. but 
it kind of led me the whole the trailer is based around that scene exactly that yeah that was their big san diego comic-con we talked about it on here yeah i even said that they could have spread this out into a trilogy where the the third one could have been in a pennywise origin or this one could have been this the one should origin. have been and then a culmination of the two mm-hmm. going into the third one yeah, but, all out battle, like, kind of like Return of the King and Lord yeah. of the Rings, where you're just getting nothing but fight. In this, like in the second one, they could have made you feel sympathy in a way for him mm-hmm. by showing us like if his, you know, him fighting the possession. And I kind of did feel a little sympathy at the end for him when he shrunk <laughs> to and the I'm like, baby thing. I'm like, oh my god, like this is the saddest part of the whole movie. <laughs> you know, Eddie's over there dying because he was impaled by a spider leg. And I'm feeling bad for the little clown. Yeah. Like he's like, I'm the eater of worlds. And they take his heart out. I'm like, oh, you poor little man. I, I'll take you back. I'll fix you. But that that was another one. And it kind of, my third one goes into, um, or my fourth one at this point, um, was the Native American backstory. Also felt that was unnecessary. Yeah. And and I, I, I don't know. Maybe it's where he had to get his kookiness from. Like, there had to be a place. You're right. It was... It wasn't really explored well. Yeah. He just had this box, and he had this story. And the story didn't even line up because he said, like, in the 1800s, this is what happened. Yeah. And that's why I thought we were going to go into a true origin story and say that it is only 200 years old, but that doesn't make sense mm-hmm. because he's been, when he says he's been taking kids for... Forever. Yeah. I don't know. And it like, didn't make a lot of sense to me. If but. you think about, like, Chelsea and I were talking about this. If you think about, like, a horror movie, if there's a a murderer like a, a big monster the best place to go is to their home court like you yeah. go to their their house and you take them down because that's their origin that's like it's underwritten in every horror movie like mm-hmm. you go there and you take them out there so all that seance bullshit and the peyote trip and the scavenger hunt like the scavenger hunt could have been good like going back and c- trying to regain their memory throughout dairy yeah. i didn't need the the ritual we didn't need no. the ritual because yeah it opens up to deadlights and that was a cool scene that like the whole underground is like its mouth but like you go there and yeah. you fight him and um and then the best scene with it comes out where he's like tell him why it's wrong mike yeah and i was like oh, okay now you're just gonna talk shit on him like he trolled him and i yeah. thought that was great well yeah i i think they they didn't need the native american story yeah it, he lives in a library he could have been like this oracle yeah. and just like research after research and he kind of got driven crazy and now that's how he has the information. Yeah. Just to say that you went on an ayahuasca trip and yeah. you found yourself. And you can't remember it so you got to drug your friend. Yeah. And then like know. like Mike was – he was hard to like throughout this movie because like you know he's got – he has motives obviously to kill Pennywise but like they don't really give him a lot of the storyline. Right. And you see everybody else is like – their transition like oh i'm a, i'm this i'm coming back and you see the flashbacks you don't see flash but you see one flashback right where he sees the well, he's at yeah the store. he was called a he they think he burned a house down even though he was like a baby yeah and then and the two crackheads, crackheads yeah, yeah two crackheads died in the fire you don't really see a lot of of, of mike's backstory and i guess Derry is a boring town to live in i don't know man it seems like the worst town in the united states to live yeah, in. yeah man suit so, like that first scene like the opening i was telling chelsea afterwards i was like we really didn't need the the anti-gay first scene. I guess it was just to establish like how horrible the people. Yeah, like they and, like nobody this, grew up. Like kind of bucolic, like oh, pretty neighborhood. And then it was like, oh, there's a seedy underbelly of 
of these guys that just kill people. Yeah, the T-Birds from fucking Greece show yeah. up. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, you gay, we're going to kill you. And they yeah. all have, like, Brooklyn accents from 1930s. <laughs> they got the combs that turn into knives. Yeah. And you're One just... guy got syphilis or something. He's yeah. got herpes. I don't know. And then, like, was that one guy Ike Barinholtz? Because it looked like him. The bad guy? The, the main? No, the boyfriend. Not the one who was killed no, by Pennywise. No, no, it looked no. just like Ike Barinholtz. And then, like, I don't know. I would have liked to see a child go missing what I liked in the beginning. I kind of liked the fact that they, they trolled us on that because I thought those people were going to be important. Yeah. They were throwaway. They were yeah. like, oh, you're going to die in a really creepy, like, yeah. mama bear, baby bear scene where she's like, picks him up and it's like, oh, here's my mouth. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I, I thought, like, oh, well, this guy is one of the, the, the adults, but no, he's just a guy that got gay bashed. Yeah. Like, in, like some of the worst gay bashing. Yeah. And then Mike gets gay bashed in, in, like, there's a lot of anti-gay stuff. And I guess Stephen King's probably like, yeah, throw that in there. That's exactly what Maine's like. Yeah. Well, I don't know if Maine's like that, but... His fictional yeah. Darius. Yeah. Uh, what Did you have any other kind of gripes or cons? Yeah. I, well, the runtime was crazy. Yeah. If you're not going to, like... I don't... I don't know. I guess, they, like, all the backstory stuff could have been, sh- you know, shrunk down. Mm-hmm. Um, this was longer... I, I'm pretty sure it was longer than Endgame. No, I think Endgame's like real close. Maybe I don't know. Hey, this was two fifty. Yeah, so I don't know. It's a it's a long. When I saw that, I was like, oh my god, that's a that's an unusually long movie yeah, for this, a horror movie. This is an all day event. Yeah, um, that's big. Uh, I could have done without a three hour movie. Um, one of the standout scenes. I'll say this real quick. And I thought the uh, the the mirror maze scene. My favorite. Yeah, it was one of the best ones. That was my How, favorite like, scene. How, like, they flashed between the two of them, and they're both banging on the glass, and the kid looks like he's about to have a heart attack. Yeah. And, uh, kid know. never thinks to run. Where is he going to run? But, like, he he's not blocked in there. They, did did Pennywise seal? Does he I have the know. ability to seal that? that? Well, okay, that might be a gripe of mine, is the kind of Pennywise, uh, his his limitations? Yeah. Like What are they? What, I, I don't know. Apparently, if you make him go small in a cavern, then he is small. But, well, you know, what if he says, I want to be stronger? Like you Just slut shame him. Yeah. And you make him small. I, I don't know. Like, his limitations of his magic seemed weird to me sometimes. Mm-hmm. But, well, you know, that could be a gripe, but I guess it's like... Well, maybe if we had 15 more minutes of backstory through right. the, the native tribe. Yeah. Maybe we could figure out what was going on. That was a, that was a great scene, the funhouse. Yeah, the funhouse. From scene. start to finish, like any scene like that, it kind of gave me the Killing Joke vibe. Yeah. From, uh, from Batman, obviously. Yeah, uh, but that was it was real scary. I, I thought that was probably this this the freakiest scene. But it wasn't like a jump. Well, him licking the, the glass was yeah. weird. But anything with clowns with long tongues out, like <laughs> oh, can't do it. Speaking of clowns, did you see the um, the trailer for this uh, Wrinkles, the no. clown? It's like movie documentary style where it's like this guy who was a clown decided that he would go into business where he would put up a wanted ad and it tell me if you if your kids are acting bad send wrinkles and he'll scare the shit out of them but like he just ended up showing up to kids houses to scare them and they're like this is the real origin of pennywise i was like ah, not so much because i just watched three hours of the real origin of pennywise yeah. 
And unless Wrinkles was dropped in here from space and is part Native American, he's not real. <laughs> a- any other gripes besides the stuff that I talked about no, in your, your runtime? That was uh, that was my biggest one is the lack of the story that we were supposedly going to get. Yeah. And um, I don't know why that was done. Like, I know, like, I, you know, they like to troll people and they did, you know, misleading trailers, which I'm kind of starting to hate. Yeah. But uh, I felt like that was uh, hugely misleading because that, that sends the movie in a whole different direction. Yep. But Yeah, I th- I'm telling you, man, I thought it was going to be a lot of Pennywise clown origin to, like, hype up, like, people are afraid of clowns because of Stephen King's It. Yeah. And they could play on that, and it would, you know, it, I think it would resonate a little bit better. But, I mean, I'm not, I mean, that that, that one scene was fantastic in the, yeah, and I'm like I'm saying, man, everything with Pennywise in it was gold. Yeah, you know, and I, I thought Bill Skarsgård was awesome as you know. Yeah, uh, put him in more mocap stuff. Like he he's great at it. Yeah, and like I don't know, if he he can move his eyes. Yeah, in different directions. Like all Which that eyes weird. shit yeah. was him, and, and the smiles his and the voice. Yeah. All right, so tough question: Is he better than Tim Curry? Or is he on Tim Curry's level? He may be on Tim Curry's level, but body of work wise, no. Just uh, as Pennywise, who's the better Pennywise? I don't know. I gotta. Li- I have to watch the old it. Yeah. I haven't watched it in a while. I personally would have liked to see uh, Tim Curry in the new it's makeup and outfit, because <laughs> yeah. I think that's a scarier outfit than the the nineties version. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's like a Victorian clown. Right, I, that's why it would have been great yeah. to see that origin yep. story. It would have been great. Like, it's creepy. Like, what's he do to that girl? What's he do to his family? Yeah. What? What? You know? What? Maybe we get that. You know, they played on it, and we know that if it makes money, they're going to exploit yeah, the hell out yeah. of it. There's been seventy five Annabelles, true, uh, and they're still making more. I'd like to see. Yeah, I'd like to see the origin, the clown origin of Pennywise. Mm-hmm. Uh, not and just call it Pennywise. Yeah, and and. I don't know. Tell us why he becomes the like the 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 avatar of of, of a clown of well whatever that thing is the alien. Yeah, because obviously he like let's go right to the ending. The biggest gripe in the the first movie was the ending, right. uh, where it just turned into a spider. Mm-hmm. Well, he turned into a spider in this one too. Yeah, but kept the Victorian clown Pennywise body. Right. What do you think of the ending? It was all right. Yeah. Just all right. Just all right. I'm so glad it didn't come down to the fucking albuterol. I told Chelsea, I was like, if it comes down to this inhaler, I'm done. Like, well, I'll walk out of this. It, it was, it wasn't scary. No, I don't think this movie, in, like I said, in in general, was scary. No, um, I don't know what his intentions were, but the the, I guess that little head turning into a spider was kind of an homage to the original. Yeah, and this obviously was too. But the original, I thought, was a little the the spiderness was freakier. But this was just um, it was a CGI clown. Yeah, clown with, spider with, with, with spider. Legs. It was Darth Maul. Yeah, in, in yeah, clown basically, and he like grew two little arms and he utilized. They did utilize the the clown or the spider aspect of it because yeah. like he did kill uh, Eddie. Right. Pretty quickly. Well, and this is where, like, some of my problems come from is he, he chases the the two guys down the um, to the doors. Yeah. And he has that little thing that follows him, but 
all of a sudden that little thing can't follow him another five feet. Exactly. Like, where uh, where do these rules come from? I know they're they're very arbitrary. Yeah, and like, how is the like the bodiless set of legs the the scariest? Right. And the Pomeranian isn't. Right. Like when the Pomeranian turned into that monster, I was like, oh okay, that should be in the other door because, you know, bodiless legs you trip them. Yeah. And you just go and keep it moving. You've seen a lot crazier stuff. Yeah. yeah I mean, I you just you, Bill Hader just had a lumberjack the size of Paul Bunyan come through and yeah. try to kill him. I don't know. That was pretty weird. Um, but like, yeah, I just the the weird limitations they put on them. I I didn't. I, it didn't make sense to me. This ending was better than the first one. Yeah. Or, well, the the original. Um, as a as a unit. Yeah. This. This. I guess version of it, it won in chapter two is not as good as the first one to me. No. The original. No. And that's a lot, you know, the original one was a TV movie. Yeah. So it had a lot more limitations. A TV movie in like the late 80s, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, early 90s. Early 90s. Yeah. Okay. Because I was still around. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, they couldn't get way graphic with it. Yeah. So the, they couldn't. And the technology wasn't there either right. for the the CGI and, and stuff like that. Yeah. So you had to rely on practice. And that was a thing. Like all his books eventually were TV movies. That was his big deal. But yeah. this wasn't. I, I you know it was one of the better TV movies. But yeah, I mean, it, there's a lot of limitations of what you could do for an ending. Yeah. If you, I mean, you want to rip something to shreds, you can't do it to TV. Like this kind of. Yeah, you know, had a better. I thought the ending was better, but yeah, you know. All right, let's go to ratings. Um, I want to hear yours first. Um, one to five, three. That's where I'm at too. Yeah, it was a solid three. Um, you had texted me, asked me how it was. I said it was all right. Yeah. Uh, Chuck asked me how it was, and I was honest. I said I like the first one better, uh, but this was a solid B movie. Yeah. So yeah, I'll give it. I'll give it. They a got three. some things right. I don't think it's. People applauded at the end of this in the theater. I didn't feel like doing that. First of all, like is is the cast and crew there? <laughs> like who's who? Who are you applauding? I don't know. Like oh, this um, is such a great movie. It's like when you applaud when the plane lands. Like, yes, <laughs> Jesus, we're alive. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, like I said, I, de- I definitely don't feel the that the need to do that. But uh, it was a decent movie. Um, I. We'll say that I regret paying money. Well, no, I didn't pay a ton for it, but yeah, I wouldn't have, like if I paid a lot for the family to go out and see this yeah. and spend three hours there. No, I would have hated that. But, yeah, this uh, was yeah, it was a fun. It's a popcorn flick. Yeah, um, not scary at all in my mind. I don't think the guy next to me was horrified. Like he was scared about everything. Right. Uh, maybe just to show how much of a beta he was. But I uh, there are certain things I you know. I wouldn't take like want Binks to see, but yeah, uh, yeah, but he's ten, so yeah. I mean, he's probably seen it online. Yeah, you guys think he's watching YouTube? He's on live <laughs> <Yeah>. link. He's <laughs> like, oh, this decapitation. Yeah, um, yeah. I- I'm gonna go three. You're gonna go three. It chapter two doesn't live up to the hype. No, no. Uh, that trailer would have been great. That, yeah, that, that movie they showed in that trailer. That trailer is a five. Yeah, <laughs> whatever that was. I'd like to see that, but th- no, not this. All right. So last question before we get out of here. Um, next movie for Andy Muschietti is Flash. Oh boy! Starring the one, the only Ezra Miller, teen version of Finn Wolfhard. Uh, 
Where are you at with that? Are you uh, confident that this is going to no, be? No, uh, no, I have no confidence in anything DC puts out. Yeah, Ezra Miller puts out or uh, Andrew Andy Machete. Andy Machete. None of them give me a lot of confidence. Well, Andy did the first it. Yeah. The, so it, his uh, his his taste, not nah, his track record is it one, it two. Okay, Flash. All right. Well, and I think it's going to be Flashpoint. Flashpoint would be great if there's it goes somewhere, but I don't know. But which superheroes are available for Flashpoint? Who knows? I don't know. DC owns all their major superheroes and can't put out a goddamn good universe. Not so. at all. Did you ever see Mama? No. With uh, Jessica Chastain and uh, Nikolai Coaster Waldo? No. It's um, it's another kind of horror thriller movie. It's um, another Andy Muschietti. Okay. Joint, it's again, and you know what? It reminds me of an early Stephen King movie. <laughs> the ending is a little lackluster. Like you're you're watching, you're like, good, 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 boom, doesn't pay off. <laughs> but uh, to the flashpoint uh, point that I made, I, I don't have any confidence. I don't even see, think that movie takes off. No. Or if it does, it's going to be a different Flash. I don't think Ezra Miller. But then Ezra the Miller's going to look like he's going to be five years older than yep. the original plan and. Who knows who you're going to be be able to get and what the storyline? I don't know. It's going to be very confusing because uh, we're going to have uh, Battenson's going to be out. Yeah, know. who said that it's intimidating once you put on the bat suit? And he he feels the machismo when he puts on the bat suit. Get the fuck out! Of here. Well, me- meanwhile, you have that version of Twilight going on, and then the other version of Twilight is Kristen Stewart saying she needs to drop her sex sex appeal to be a Marvel superhero. Um, she has no sex appeal. I mean, <laughs> they forget like when she was banging a director when she was like going there. Oh like, yeah, she was like home wrecking, right? Yeah, and she was still going. She was dating Pattinson. Yeah, it could have been a real Selena and Bruce storyline right there, and they Ugh. they muffed it up. All right, well that's enough of the Kristen Stewart minute. Uh, we'll come back next week for Kristen Stewart's <laughs> minute part two. Uh, but no, for for real, next week uh, we're going to talk a series. Uh, we're going to talk to boys. Yeah. Um, yeah. You well, finally did you finally finish it? Yeah, I finished it in about a day and a half. I just had to. Uh, yeah, I had to watch it, but I we had to watch it on my phone, which I was trying to avoid. Yeah. Um, but I was like, there was certainly we'll not talk a family about show. It. It's not family, but it's not real action. Yeah. Not a ton of action, yeah. which is what I was trying to like. Well, if I, you know, if it's action, I like to watch it on my TV. Yeah. I was like, well, let me. I gotta watch it. Yeah. So, so next it, it's not an action-packed show. Not to say it's bad in any way, because it's not. But yeah. next week we're gonna watch the boys, or we're gonna talk about the boys. We're gonna review it. There's gonna be a, a lot of television talk in the coming weeks. Yeah, there's a lot of good television coming out. Yeah, because we got this. We're gonna take it lightly the following week with a, a little Men in Black International. Now that it's out on DVD, yeah. and we had, we talked. We wanted to see that. Yeah. Um, yeah. We wanted to see it because we thought it might be good. Yeah, no, apparently not. <laughs> uh, we'll see. Two weeks we'll have that, and then we're going to do a little of uh, Age of Di- Age of Resistance, Dark Crystal, uh, yeah, versus Carnival Row. Okay. And we did a versus a couple months, well, several months ago. Remember when we did Doom Patrol and Umbrella Academy? Yeah. And I, I did not want to see anything with Kara uh, Devlin Devlin in it ever again. Yeah. <laughs> she's the, CR Valerian she, episode. Yeah, she falls in the same. I just yeah, I think she's like Kristen Stewart yeah. in, in that she's she's so horrible as an actress and and uh, that it makes her like hard to watch. Will this will Carnival Row change it because it looks know. it looks pretty damn yeah, good. Yeah, everybody says it's really good. And it's a uh, I've heard she crushes it. 
So at the end of the month, we'll have that. And then October's planned. A lot of movies coming out. But she plays like a fairy, which is kind of like in her wheelhouse. Yeah. But I mean, she like she well, has she's, emotions. She's and, the lead. Right. Which she should have been Valerian. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll touch on that. Yeah. Uh, but follow us on all of our social medias, the Galaxy Wars Podcast. Support the network, Active Geek Podcast, Galaxy Wars Podcast, Adventures of Binks and Beard, Box Office Flashback Podcast, our website, ActiveGeekProductions.com, our Patreon, uh, Patreon.com slash ActiveGeek. And uh, yeah, next week we got a, a lot lined up in the following weeks, and we're going to be ready to go. Uh, we'll see you next week. See you.